Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think it's possible to do it in Singapore. It's just you have to give up certain luxuries like public transport. Uh... Wait, public transport is a luxury? Good day, guys. Have you ever wondered, can you ever live a life on free? Like like in Singapore, the most expensive city in the world. Can you live without spending anything at all? Not like spending a little bit, yeah, but like nothing, nothing, right? Today, our guest has led a movement known as the Freegan Movement. And I wonder how free can Singapore be? Right? He has done his runs for sure, right? Gathering well over the years and steadily reducing his ongoing expenses. So I would like him to share with us his way of life and explore a different view of money. So let's welcome Mr. Daniel Tay. Hi everyone, I'm happy to be here to share what I know. So yeah, you were saying about ending your business. Yeah. That was the main cause of your money worries. Uh, yes. So I used to run a, a business. I ran a fee-based financial planning agency. I ran the business with a partner for about one and a half years before the partnership failed. Um, back then, I had to do a either pivot or close down the business. I did a review of my personal and my business finances. And I found that 80% of my money worries came from the business. So if I stopped doing business, I would overnight eliminate 80% of my money worries. So I was going through some difficult stuff back then. So I decided to, you know, I'll just take a break. I'll leave, leave myself a safety net to come back to the business if I wanted to in future in a different form. But I'll just... Uh, uh, take a break first um, based on my personal finances I could last two years without income mm-hmm. so I decided to just do that uh, and spend the two years trying to figure out how I can live in Singapore without using any money at all didn't really exactly succeed in doing it <laughs> um, <laughs> but I did manage to reduce expenses quite drastically mm. um, I it, I think it's possible to do it in Singapore. It's just you have to give up certain luxuries like public transport. Uh, Wait, public transport is a luxury? If you want to live completely without money, you, okay. you won't be oh, yes, true. for that. Right? Context, context, guys. Yeah. We're talking about living free, right? <laughs> okay, okay. So public Wait. transport. Woohoo! It's public transport is a luxury. Yeah, oh, yes. you want to give up um, stuff like water and electricity on demand. I mean, you can mm. get it. It's just more inconvenient. Um, you know, if you stay in HDB flat and your town council services and all that, like, you, you wouldn't be able to use money to pay for those. Lah. Although there are still other ways that other people do it. So anyway, um, I decided, you know, you know what, I, I don't want to inconvenience myself so much. So I decided to just continue paying for these things. Um, I don't buy physical things, I but I do buy services. So healthcare, transport, legal, financial... Uh, medical services I still pay for them but physical things mostly I can get it from for free because other people don't want certain things and there are a lot of other people so I have a lot other people's things that I can choose from like that portable cooking thing that you picked up at your void deck yes <laughs> I was waiting for the lift and I saw this this, this uncle was beside me looking at some, some stuff in the bin so I also went to look hey this is a portable gas stove I can totally use this damn I could so use it like Camping and stuff, right? On oh, the, oh, so, on so what happened was was a friend of mine, she got a portable gas stove and then um, we needed the gas. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to buy the gas. So I, 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 I decided to just leave it there for like three months and then after that she tells me, can you go and get the gas because we want to test out whether the stove works or not. So I, okay, after three months, I hadn't gotten the gas. So I wasn't actively looking anyway. So I reluctantly went over to Potong Pase, bought the, I think, five or $6 for three cans of gas. Went back, tested out, it works. The very same week, two to three days later, I walked past a bin. I found five cans of gas. Brand new. Same brand. <laughs> 
It's a sign. Yeah, it's a sign. It's, it's a, a sign. sign. I should have waited longer. Yeah, you should wait a long. You should start with your ideology. This, this, this is freaking life. Whenever you give up and buy something, right, you will find it within the next few days. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that's, that's really, really cool. So, you actually don't live free-free per se. You still pay your services, things that you find essential. Yes, I pay for services. I rarely ever buy things. Mm. Currently, during this pandemic, I'm supporting a local business, uh, a mini mart. So once a week, I'll buy some groceries from there. Ah, okay. But that is, yeah, that's I think what I pay for. Yeah. Okay, okay. So do you mind sharing with us like how much do you actually spend a month? Four hundred fifty dollars, including yeah. insurance. How does that look like? Like, what's the breakdown? If you don't mind. About sixty to seventy on EasyLink top ups. Um, about fifth, thirty on mobile bill, uh, about fifty to seventy on utilities and other uh, groceries. Um, what else do I have? Buffer <laughs> of fifty. Uh, I still do contribute self-employed um Medisave contributions, mm, mm. um which actually qualified me for SERS. <laughs> oh, so you got the SERS? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, okay. What else? What else? What else? Um, one year of service can allow you to live two years. Thereabouts. Right? Yeah. Because you yeah. spend barely, you know, yeah. 50% of that. Correct. Oh. I, I'm, I'm in the, what do you call it? Lowest 20% of income earners in Singapore, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. you can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, other, other bills are annual, like annual insurance premiums, annual uh, IT services, like, Dropbox, for example, mm. I still keep that. Fundamentally, I think what we are trying to understand, or what is what I'm trying to, because I was very amazed when I found out that like there's someone like this, like like yourself, that actually go the extra mile to live free. Yeah. In some ways, right? And I think that's there's always a give and take, right? It's something that we're trying to. Yes, there's a give and take. It's it's, it's fun. Uh, what you give up on is you give up on convenience because. Um, is it what money is you use money to get stuff uh, what what you're actually really paying for is the convenience there are many ways to get stuff that you for free but uh, not so convenient ways mm, uh, mm. not so convenient doesn't mean you have to go spend extra hours to get it because you also have to spend hours to go and buy stuff inconvenience in the sense that you receive too much stuff and you, <laughs> you don't want to throw it away because other people can use it. Mm. The inconvenient thing is like, you just want one, but you end up with 10. So you have to find a way to give away the remaining nine. Mm. Like you want a pow- one power bank, you got four. You want one mobile phone, you get four. So where do you get all these stuff? It's, it's not replicable. So I, mm. if I can replicate, I can get four, four every month, and then I'll teach you. But if it's only once okay, off, then one off. yeah. Okay, it's like Not a gift really. in some ways. A gift in some ways, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So then, on this island of Singapore... I can tell you the power bank one. The power bank okay. one. Um, I was, there was this point of time I was trying to promote the use of this app in Singapore called Olio mm. because uh, there are a lot of people trying to misuse my Facebook group to, to give away free food. And I, I was like, all the members like, so many 10 to 15 posts of giveaways every day can we do something about it so we tried many options I discovered this app called Olio it's a food sharing app uh, that, come from the, that comes from the UK so I try to get people to use it um, I had a large supply of expired, high quality expired food so I told everybody you go on the app I'll give you the, a, a request for the, the food there I'll give it to you there but don't ask, ask don't ask don't ask for it from me through the Facebook group. So I got people You're using it. trying to divert yeah. everyone out of Correct. the group, right? Okay. And then at that point of time, oh, I actually increased the usage of the app from 2,000 now currently to 55,000. But anyway, that's another story. Uh, uh, so um, I, I wanted the power bank then. So I, I, I put on my post uh, in, in the app, says like, you can come and collect this food. If you happen to have a power bank, a spare power bank, just, just let me know. And that's how I ended up with power banks. Mm. it's like uh, this guy said hey, I got two power banks I'm not using them would you like to have them yeah of course sure okay yeah, that's cool yeah, can I have one <laughs> so, <laughs> next time okay next time you got extra you remember me yeah but so on, on 
on the topic of you know living for f- living on free, right? Like you definitely started somewhere, right? Like what you just said about like your money worries and you know you realize that you know uh, most of your money worries were because of business, right? But business aside, there's the personal element of how you spend, right? right. And I just give us some idea, like. Because I, I think for many people that are listening, it's like, what the hell is this even possible, right? So, what are, what are some of the what are some of the first few things that you've decided to let go? Uh, I wouldn't say it was uh, something I came out with on my own. I had a frequent mentor back then, and he guided me. Was so, he free? Huh? Was he free? The free guidance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't have, I didn't have to pay for the service. You know, these days, everything also charged, right? Every yeah, yeah, mentor, yeah. everything also charged. But anyway, yeah. okay, yes. Yeah, so so he, he really helped. Uh, but for whatever reason, we're not in contact anymore. Anyway, so um, he told me that the first thing you need to... So first problem to solve is you need to get free food. Because food is something you eat every day. Uh, and, and, and if you can get free food, all the time, you automatically save for three four hundred dollars a month, which is like uh, almost five thousand a year already. So that's that's the biggest thing. So uh, he told me to go and ask my neighbors for the food that they are not eating and that it's edible, but they're not eating and they throw it away. And I was like, "Cause such thing, man. Because my own household, we mostly finish all the food that we we have. Uh, expired food, not expired food. All oh, just eat lah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but neighbors." Uh, so I, I went to talk first I went to talk to this auntie she's this um, elderly low income auntie that stayed next to me and she receives food twice a day from charity so I, I was on fairly good terms with her so I went to ask her and ask uh, I was very pisy to tell her that I I want her, her food la. I said I'm doing a project on food waste <laughs> <laughs> Everything also use project, right? Yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah, don't yeah. also. Oh, we are from the school. We are using a project. <laughs> it's kind of true. I was doing a project on food waste. <laughs> okay. So, so I asked her, Auntie, do you have any? Uh, do you often throw away food? And, and to my surprise, she said, Yeah, yeah. I often throw every day. I throw away some food. And I asked, What kind of food do you throw away? I said, Oh, you know the the, the charity give me lunch and dinner, right? They give me rice. They give me meat, vegetable, fish. But you know, auntie, I I got chronic illnesses, ah. I got diabetes, lah. I got high blood pressure, I got gout. I cannot eat everything that they give to me. So much rice some more. Then I so I, I eat about half of it, then the rest I don't know what to do, so I throw away long. Mm. But very cake seem lah, but what to do I don't know who wants. Then I'm like, Auntie, I I, I want lah. Can, can give to me or not? And say, Oh, you want you take lah. She had a packet of rice, then she you take this one, I got enough rice. And I said, I, I took the packet from her. I was like, I thank you, auntie. Then she said, no, 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 Mr. Te, you don't thank me. I thank you. You take the rice, I don't have to throw away. I feel, don't, don't feel cake seam already. I don't feel her heart pain. You take, I'm happy. So that I said, auntie, since every day you throw away food, can I come every day and take from you? And then uh, she said, uh, uh, Mr. Te, I don't want to trouble you. Uh. You... You don't have to come to my house every day. Every time I got food, right, I get into my wheelchair, I come to your door, I hang on your door. Then 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 you just take inside and put in your fridge. Ah. Then that's how I got free food delivery service every day. <laughs> you open door, there's food hanging out there. Sometimes one packet, sometimes two packets. What the hell? Okay, okay. That's one uh-huh. one neighbor. Uh-huh. Then because she, she received food from charity and mm. Charity back then, and that was that was three years ago. It's still kind of similar now. Yes. They don't. They, I asked the auntie before. Why don't you tell the charity? Don't give you this kind of food because you cannot eat. Then they say the charity cannot how you cannot tailor make each each order yes. Yes. So they just give then then you have your social worker that give la fruits la give Milo la yes. give sugar all these things she cannot consume. Yes. So she take all give to me la. Ah. I don't. She don't know what to do. We just stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that, interestingly, she felt grateful for giving to you. Yes, because right? <laughs> she don't have to throw it away. Because she she she's quite elderly, so she grew up in a in in in, I guess in more scarce times. Mm. So she know the value of food. Don't want to throw it away, lah. Uh, so, but that's what I mean. Inconvenience, like you have so much that you don't know what to do with it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
then so that was one neighbor another neighbor i talked to he he's a taoist so every day he does uh, offering to to his ancestors so they use apples pears pineapple pomelo whatever lah then i asked him uh i did the same thing ask him uh whether you have any food that you often throw away he's like no i don't throw away lah but sometimes all these fruits that i offer i will leave it downstairs for the animals to eat lah because i offer so much but we can, me and my wife we only got two of us so we cannot finish mm. eating do you want yeah, of course lah. Fruits are. <laughs> fruits, fruits are when you're on low but uh, low budget fruits are kinda expensive. Lah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Fruits so, are actually very expensive. Correct. Especially seasonal stuff, right? Correct. Yeah. So okay lah, that's how I get pineapple. Regular oranges and, and apples, occasional pomelos and pineapples. So you actually eat very healthy, lah, in that sense? Uh, even though yes. you don't spend anything on food and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. is that still the reality now? It, it depends on what you eat. Like if okay. you eat a lot of vegetables and fruits, generally, yes. And vegetables and fruits are among the easiest things to get for free. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, because highly perishable. So yes, people need correct. to throw it in that correct, sense. Correct, correct. Uh, and they're also kind of... They're, they're cheap when, from a business perspective. Yeah. But, and the, the margins are fairly high. Yes. Compared yes. to meat even. So, yes. um, Yeah businesses don't mind getting more of it and then whatever they cannot sell the straw mm, mm. yeah so 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 that's food right that's yeah. food and that started getting ex- the expired food also because uh. normal people normal consumers oh expire pass the date throw 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 then go out and buy the exact same thing with a date that's two years later but the food expired doesn't mean cannot eat la. Yeah. expired means cannot sell mm. but doesn't mean cannot eat mm. so mm. even non-expired food sometimes also cannot eat la. So yeah, you, yeah, must, yeah, you must yeah, do a yeah. you must do a taste test, a look mm. smell taste test, mm. and and to determine whether food can be eaten or not mm. So that's how I discovered that lots of people throw away lots of expired food that can still be eaten. Mm. So I started collecting all these and yes. uh, expired food is a bit more unhealthy because a lot of it's processed food. Uh, so I, I was a period of time put on quite a bit of weight because of mm. that. I also started to uh, limit myself and try to eat more healthy, healthily. Mm. Yeah. So, so you're not alone on this journey, right? Like you started yourself yeah. knock, knocking the door of your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. And then I I know somehow it became a thing, right? You had like a whole, you know, entourage of people that share the same belief now. So so uh, yeah. I, I started a, a, a Facebook group called <clears throat> Frigan in Singapore. And that's where I, I it was just a, a a group to unite some of, of uh, to put some of my friends who know that I, I live this kind of lifestyle. And I just show share photos of stuff that I get for free or that I find like this gas stove kind of thing. I would take a photo <laughs> and put it on online. Mm. And then after a while, friends started introducing other friends, and then media got involved and the group, the group exploded. Oh. So uh yeah, I didn't actually set out to start a a whole community or movement. I just wanted a Facebook group to share the photos mm. that I stuff that I took <laughs> to show people that this is real. Yeah. Now, now everybody's like taking photos of the stuff they find and, and everybody knows it's real already. Mm. La. It's, it's like it's possible, not, right? It's, it's just, just not, not just me. It's not just uh. not just me in my my own HDB neighborhood. Mm. Although mm. although after going through a few HDB neighborhoods, I would say that I was fortunate to stay in an area where they had particularly good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And and Honestly, I live in Malaysia, right? So uh-huh. now that I'm back, you know, um, this is my observation, right? Is that Singapore really has a lot of very good stuff that people don't want. Yeah. Right. We do have a lot of services. I mean, I don't go around taking stuff from downstairs. I mean, probably I should, right? Since we're talking. <laughs> but just on carousel alone, right? It's, I mean, carousel, people sell stuff, right? And the quality and the price that you pay for stuff here in Singapore and the stuff that you get in Malaysia is different. Like in Malaysia, people really use something quite chui already. Like yeah. no more life already. Then they yeah. sell that shit. Right. You know, but here you can really get like, I got my recording equipment for like, you know, half the price retail. You know, I can, can get, get bicycles for really cheap. You can get a lot of stuff because people have so much and they buy so much. Yep. Right. And, and I think that in that sense, that is the, that's the beauty of where your life comes in. But when you think about it, they, they buy so much, that's a lot of money spent on stuff that they don't really u- fully use. Yes. And when you're talking about spending money, you're spending your time getting that money. You're, you're, you're spending your life away. You get uh, try to buy money and use that money to buy stuff that you don't really fully utilize. It's kind of a waste. Uh. Mm. A waste of time, a waste of life, a waste of money. Mm. Yeah. So if you, if you get stuff for free, then you don't, you're not using your time to buy money 
and then use the money buy something because every transaction you lose value mm. uh, you, so, so why not you just use a few hours of your time to get the stuff for free directly cut out the middleman mm. cut out the middleman which is making the money yeah okay interesting so do you consider your so in that sense because it's like I don't know man like free freeganism is one level right but but I talk about being frugal quite a bit right so I, I'm curious like what are your thoughts about frugality what is being frugal to you because free you know is like you know, <laughs> one level above like sensei of frugal you know so it's like what different people see frugality differently so I'm, I'm curious like do you believe in it and how do you see being frugal you know be like my mentor used to say there's frugal mm. and one level higher is cheapskate and one level higher is frigan. <laughs> if people call you a cheapskate, you should be insulted because you're not good enough to be called a frigan. <laughs> okay. Cheers to your mentor. To me, a big frugal is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you say, you say. <laughs> you are frigan. Okay, I never insult you. <laughs> you are frigan. Yes, frugal. To me, frugal is more of mentality, a more of lifestyle, a, 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 kind of, a, a kind of mentality that you don't want things to go to waste. It's not so much about uh, uh, saving money and, and being thrifty and, and being cheapskate it, or frigant. <laughs> it's so, so it's about not, not wasting stuff. Mm. Stuff that has life to it, uh, make it to use, uh, put it to use. Uh, either use other people's stuff or your own stuff. Use it until kao kao, until song song, and then really cannot use it. Then you, you throw away lah. Mm. Yeah, mm. Other, or some people go one step further, upcycle, recycle. Mm. Uh, but no lah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, but that's what being frugal really is. And it just so happens that being frugal helps help, help save you money because you don't have to buy something new. You don't have to buy a new shirt when you really have a shirt that works. You don't have to buy a new bag because your, your bag already works. You don't have to buy a new... You don't have to spend 1000 2006 buying a new handphone when your old handphone still works. It's just mm. a bit slow, a bit laggy, and you just, just change the battery. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So what you just said is frugality is very much a concept, right? It's an, it's an idea. Yeah. Right. But freeganism is one step further. It's, it's, uh, it's a way of life. <sighs> Freeganism is... Okay, so frugality is more on a personal level. I use the stuff that I have until yeah. it's, 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 it's uh, properly utilised. Freeganism is like... It's a bit bigger. It's like, I use your stuff mm. until... <laughs> cannot be used. Uh, then yeah. I will... Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So what if one day people stop being, you know, spend... Like, just anyhow spend and everyone becomes frugal and... and I how, they, how are you going to live? Right? Because... If someone, if others no longer waste, uh-huh. okay, chances are it will never happen. But but if others are not gonna waste, uh-huh. then how are you gonna live? I look at my own lifestyle today. Uh, despite what I do, I still do end up wasting stuff because there are some stuff that I have only. Okay, let me use a specific example. I sprained my ankle a few weeks ago. I need a pair of crutches and a walking boot. Um, I got them for free, of course. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I, I got them from, from a friend who, who, who used the crutches for something else. And then I, I said, thank, thank you for this. I will return it to you. He said, no, no, you keep it. So I, I used it for a week or so. Then after that, I'm like, I don't have a use for it anymore. So I passed it on to somebody else who needed it. So what I'm saying is that we all have things that we use only for a bit, for a while, and then we don't need it anymore. And we pass it on. Even your most extreme frugal or frigan person there are some there's just stuff that you don't use all the time so you just pass it on uh, that's one thing second thing is for stuff that you still use quite often but not everyday kind of thing you could have a few of that in, in a community and you share it. Uh, so community life is, is, is extremely important for me as a frigan because of the social aspect and because of the stuff that the whole community gets for free so um, within the community you probably have more than enough of everything that you need. You just need to ask and somebody, hey, I, I, I want this thing and you end up with six of it. Maybe next time in the future, I want something, you get two of it. So, uh, yeah. I, If everybody lives like me, I reckon there will still be some ways. I think ways is going to be extremely hard to eliminate un- unless you have an upheaval of the economy and turn everything into a circular economy, which is not going to happen in the next 20 years, but we can work towards it. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The, the fact that I can do, and a lot of people in Singapore can do this, means there are problems with the current economy. Like mm. The current, current supply chains, current situation. Mm. So... Our lifestyle just tries to take advantage of these loopholes, and if if uh, economy somehow manages to change, I'm 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 quite pessimistic about that. But somehow, if, if that changes, I'm sure our mentality of finding loopholes will help us mm. get around that. Okay, well, that that's that's a that's interesting. So in that sense, uh, like you big proponent of sustainability because it sounds like it sounds like you are. Well, I only originally did this to learn how to save money. Mm. It, so it's it's not like this big vu vu go, right? It's it's really from your own way of life. There yeah. there there are three motivations why people do have this kind of way of life. First thing is they want to save money. You get stuff for free, confirm save money, right? Mm, confirm save. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend anything, everything free. Save our chin, save on yeah, You know, when <laughs> on Quora, right? People ask, "How can I save money?" I say, "Don't buy things." <laughs> Simple as that. And don't need to think too much. Just don't spend. Yeah, you okay. save. Correct. Right? Okay. Correct. Okay, so save money is the first, the first reason. Second reason why people do this is because they want to help other people. They can get. They, they, wanna, they can give money. They can buy things for people, but that's not sustainable because you have to keep working and earn money. But if you get things for free, you can. all you can do is just clean it up, do some simple repairs, and you can give stuff infinitely to people who need it. Right, to help people second thing. And the third thing is to help save the environment, to reduce waste and all that. When you live this kind of lifestyle, you automatically have to do all three because you don't want to waste, so you end up giving stuff to help people. And because you save stuff from the, going to the bin, you are reducing waste, helping the environment. Uh, so when you do this, you're automatically doing all three. But usually when a person gets into this lifestyle, 50% of us do it because we want to save money, 30% want to do it because we want to help other people, and 20% want to help the environment. This is what I observe in the people uh, in the community. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's, that's interesting. So for you, the main driver was to save money. Yeah. Because at that point in time, you realize that you know you had a lot of money worries. Because you were doing a business and you were struggling and mm. it was affecting your life. Yes, that's part of the reason. But I've always been a kind of a frugal person mm. because of my upbringing with my mm. grandparents. That's a cheapskate, it's an insult because you already level up, right? Yeah. <laughs> frugal, la, frugal. La. Uh-huh. I remember I had a grand uncle who would go around, pick stuff from the, the bins and come back and mix. He would invent stuff or mix stuff. And I always found that to be quite inspirational. And my, my, my other family was like, ah, this uncle just, he's just like that. Lah. He likes to pick up <laughs> just stuff. Just weird, like, like quirky guy. Right? Yeah, so correct. I, I, turned, I turned out to be like, that guy. <laughs> inspiration, wrong inspiration. <laughs> From family's viewpoint, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, uh, uh, so I've, I've always been looking for ways to save money. And this was like, this was like a challenge for me. It's like, because I was working as a financial planner, right? And I, I had at a point believed that in order to retire in Singapore, you need a minimum 1500 to have a basic retirement, uh, maybe one holiday a year kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> one holiday a year is considered basic, huh? Yeah. We, we've reached that level, right? Yeah. It's, like, uh, it's considered very basic, all right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> then, then after that, I, I discovered this way of life from my mentor who's 45 years old, spends $100 a month, retired has everything he wants and needs and I'm like this is more than 10 times less than what I, I this mm. is this okay there's this there's this uh, 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 coach business coach called Dan Sullivan he's founder of strategic, strategic coach in, in the US he's coached some of the best entrepreneurs in, in the world uh. and he has this thing called a 10x multiplier that means you, you don't look at multiplying your business two times two times you just do more of what you're doing you do it you, you think about how you can multiply your business 10 times because the level of thinking required to bring your business to 10 times is different from what you, what you are currently doing you cannot just do more work you have to change the way you think, change the way you do business completely. And retiring at 
more than 10 times less than what I normal people can do is like you got to really change your thinking and yeah like my thinking really got changed like mm-hmm. yeah I mean objectively when you look at it if you spend 50% of your income for every year you work you can live two years alright so if you only spend 10% of your income for every year you work you can live 10 years correct alright so objectively when you bring your expenses to 450 or even that your mentor Xiao Kian right, to 100 right then Essentially, you know, they, you, you can live forever without really needing to do more. You get people who, who, who have saved up a million dollars, they invest it for say 5%, and you get mm. net them about 50000 a year to, for their retirement. Mm. That's decent. But how many years do you spend working to accumulate that $1 million? How many years are investing? What if you can do the same for $100,000? You work 10 times less? You go for, of course, spend 10,000 less, about 5% of 100,000 5,000, which is sufficient for me. Mm, mm, I get that. I get that. So, on that note, right, of the way of life, because yeah. based on what you just said, I think we all get it that you don't spend a lot, very lean, you've gone through some things to cut down your expenses. How has this whole process and where you are at, not spending a lot, but living in one of the most expensive countries in the world, how do you view life at this point in time? Wow, this kind of question is very cheap. Eh. Mm. Can you elaborate further? So it essentially, it's like most people, there's a certain narrative, right? There's a certain narrative. You work hard, okay, okay. you retire, and then you, you invest, blah, 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 okay, right? and then you retire. Okay. But you already fast-track all the way because you, you, you hack the system, right? You essentially go down the other side, which is I don't bother to increase my income. I just cut my expenses to like free, right? Okay, 450, okay? So that's the benchmark. Uh, and you end up having a lot of time, right? Because yo, you have a lot of time yo. to think and you have a lot of time to embrace life differently, right? So I, I just want you to do, you know, share with us, like, how do you see life at this okay. point? I, I get you, I get you. I, I, I went through a crossroads uh, recently. Um, I'm, I'm 41 this year. And I've this, this 2020, besides dealing with the pandemic, has also been a a year for me where I closed certain chapters in my life for good. And being at this crossroads, I had to sit down and think, okay, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? Um, one thing, although I was a financial planner, but one thing I, I learned that long-term planning doesn't work for me. It works for some people, but for me, I, I have too many interests. I have too many things that uh, a friend of mine calls it shiny things. Like, oh, I think, oh, you want to do this, you want to do this, you want to do this, you want to do this. But if you're working, you don't have the time to do it. When you're not working, you do have the time to do it. Uh, it's just there's just so many things out there that I want to try, mm. so I I I I wanted to sit down and think where do where do I want to take my life? Do I I only come up with some kind of overarching philosophy to live my life by? No real plans. I would plan my life three months in at a time, uh, and that seems to be pretty good. Um, so I decided to sit down and think and ask myself, when I'm seventy years old, when I'm eighty years old, what do I want to be able to say about my life that I've lived? And I would like to be able to tell stories, tell interesting stories about the life I've lived. And if I want to be able to tell stories, it means I need to have interesting experiences experiences from now until I'm 70. So yeah, that's how I view life now. I want to have interesting experiences. I don't want to accumulate things. I, I, accumulate, I, I do accumulate but things of other people. Right? Yeah, yeah, free, yeah. everybody give you. Yeah. So, so I, I have to learn to say no. Say, no, no. Can you pass it to somebody else instead? Mm. That's mm. what the community is for. Like if you have an extra power bank, you can pass it to me. Okay. <laughs> I can teach you how to get it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So I, I want to get accumulate experiences. Experiences mm. doesn't necessarily mean have to you have to travel. Travel is one good way to experiences, but... You can have a lot of experiences living in, living in Singapore as well. Learning to be a dumpster diver, I discovered a whole side of Singapore which I never knew existed, back at least. Mm-hmm. Back at least where all the bins are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's so much of Singapore, there's so much that goes on in back at least that we don't see, we don't know about. You could get different experiences by taking on different jobs. You don't have to work on a job for 10 years, 20 years to get a full experience. You can get more. You can get most of a, a job experience in three to six months. About uh, maybe about eighty percent of the job experiences, and the other twenty percent you talk to people who've been there to, who've been there ten twenty years, and then you learn from that. And that's another way to get experiences. And with the different experiences that you get, you your mindset changes, your perspective changes. You become more empathetic. You become more open minded. You become eh like that also can 
Yeah. Oh, like that also can. Then you learn all these little loopholes that people have been doing and whatever's useful for you, just take and use. And whatever's not useful, oh, that makes an interesting story. So uh, actually, since the start of Circuit Breaker, I've been doing this uh, daily Facebook post called COVID Chronicles. Uh, it kind of like chronicles my daily life in this COVID pandemic. I thought it, was, it would be a nice way to, to document this period in time. And then since I put on Facebook almost every day, a year from now, Facebook's like, one year ago, you were doing this, yeah. So it, it kind of, it, it will kind of like tell me how things have changed in, a, in one year. Uh, yeah, so that's currently, I, oh yeah, I, I do write books. So previously as a hobby, still as a hobby, but last time I had to sell books to earn money. Now I don't, I can just write books because I like to write. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to worry about the income side. If it gives me a bit of pocket money, it's good. If it's not, then okay. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Mm. So that's life lah, moving forward. Of, of of course, it's subject to change. Um, one thing I've learned about my life is that it's unpredictable. There are things that happen that you could never predict for. Things that you could even, couldn't even imagine. So if you plan your life and you try to follow the plan too strictly, you're going to cut yourself off on a lot of opportunities, a lot of experiences that you... Uh, would never have imagined possible so I like to t- keep things a bit open that's why I only plan about one, uh, once every three months and where, where do I want to be three months from now mm. and it, the plan is not so much about I need to achieve these things but it gives me a direction but if something else more interesting comes along like getting a shiny object yeah like getting interviewed for a financial literacy <laughs> podcast and, yeah okay this wasn't planned but okay sounds, mm. sounds interesting mm. yeah mm. <laughs> thank you very You're nice welcome. yeah so Based on what you, you're saying, right? Like planning every three months and experiencing different facets of life that you never had prior, you know, if you kind of follow the narrative. Right? The yeah. narrative is, you know, study, work, work, work. Everybody knows the narrative, huh? Yeah. So in that sense, then, it debunks the idea of long-term planning. Mm. Because, you know, your way yes. of life is not very long-term planning, right? You have a general arc that you're trying to do, but I'm talking about long-term financial planning, yeah. right? So then it challenges your notion, it challenges, you know, the the whole idea of planning your finances long-term. Mm, yes and no. I think when you do uh, a financial planning, one of the most important things, that, important things that people forget is that you got to review a plan <clears throat> from time to time. As and, <clears throat> sorry. As and when your lifestyle changes, your income, your expense level changes as well. So uh, you need to adapt your plan. Uh, you need to make modifications, changes. Uh, planning is not you plan one time, set in stone, and, and it will roll out. <laughs> financial plans don't work the way in neither's life. That's something I learned about financial planning. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So um, you got to be able to, okay, this plan doesn't work for me. I'll scrap it. Let's make a new one. And and for what I went through was a, a, a life phase transition transitioning from running a business to retirement early retirement uh, it was supposed to happen 20 years later but yeah, just bring it forward mm-hmm. and, and, and so in a sense th- that aspect of financial planning still works uh, it's just that it's earlier and, and because normally when people retire in their 60s for example they need to plan maybe 20-30 years of retirement they need to make sure that their assets can last that long through investment or otherwise uh, uh, when you retire at 40 your assets need to last 40, 50 years. Yes. So same principles. How do you invest it? How do you invest it strategically to make sure it lasts that long? Um, same, pr- same principles apply. You just have different uh, uh, numbers to work with. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So for someone that is starting out, right? Like just starting to get their job and, you know, just entering the workforce and partaking in the financial narrative okay. that everyone has okay. from your optics right like maybe not everybody wants to be a freegan right but right. from what you've gone through what is some of the advice that you can give these people when they're trying to you know live their life don't settle for being a cheapskate <laughs> back to the cheapskate <laughs> not everybody wants to be a freegan some just want to be cheapskates okay mm-hmm. uh, I think the number one trap that people fall into especially in Singapore is uh lifestyle inflation or lifestyle creep uh, for those who, who are not familiar with this it would be keeping up with the Joneses um, and for those who are not familiar with this okay let's 
let's say you start work with your, your entry level job, uh, every day you type peng la, whatever. Yeah, simple, yeah, yeah. Simple you all go to type peng, all yeah. the executive are very young, <laughs> new, new type peng people. Type peng, economy are supposed yeah. to be cheap. Not everywhere cheap la, but sometimes mm, cheap la. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's simple meal la. And then later on, when your salary increase, right, it's like, I don't feel like eating Thai every day. But see, I want to eat a cafe, a restaurant. So you end up spending more. And not just in terms of food, but every area in your life. You don't want to use a cheap Android phone. I want the high-end Samsung or you want a high-end iPhone. I don't want to use my hand-me-down for my parent or my cousin anymore. I just want to buy a brand new phone. You do all this because you want to feel good about yourself. Uh, once in a while, it's okay. But every year, you need to buy a new phone. It becomes a lifestyle, right? This is lifestyle creep. Uh, you earn more money, you think that you deserve to, to spend more money. And over time, this becomes a lifestyle. You don't want to take bus to work anymore. You squeeze an MRT, you take Grab instead. Oh, that's an addiction by itself. Yeah, it's, it's a lifestyle thing. <laughs> it's a lifestyle choice at first. But there's a saying that uh, luxury once enjoyed becomes a necessity. Yes. Yeah, so, so after a while, when all these lifestyle choices become necessities for you, it becomes very hard to let go. And then, boom, you're trapped. You need to earn money to fund your lifestyle. And the little bit that you can save after that goes towards your retirement. And that's why people get trapped working in for decades just to earn enough money to retire. It's not just about that. It's also funding their current lifestyle uh, and their future lifestyle. So if you never fall into this trap, you never end up taking grab everywhere. You never end up eating more than type. But no, you never you, you never really end up have going for those hipster cafes and buy bubble tea and, and, and Starbucks or whatever. Just go pick down coffee can already lah. Mm. Or even uh, you even go to fragrance star, you dumpster dive a packet of, of coffee, you, you bring your own bring around. Uh, you bring your own bottle, you go to office pantry, use the hot water, pour your own coffee, uh, free. Mm. I do that at work. <laughs> yeah. So uh <laughs> so yeah, uh that's that's definitely the most important thing. Don't fall into li- lifestyle trap, uh, li- lifestyle creep, lifestyle inflation. Uh, track your expenses. Um, see what you're spending on. Try to get free where possible, lah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. The number one rule is is lifestyle. Maintain your lifestyle. Maintain your basic lifestyle. It was if it was good enough for you when you first started out. Why is it not good for you enough for you now? Mm. Yeah, mm. and in a short period of time, suddenly you become very rich, right? Like, yeah. you honestly, be, that's what I experienced. You can be like, like, like Keith from Investment Modes. Um, um, started out spending 300 a month, still spends 300 a month, 10, 15 years later after working. Yeah. S- some people can do it. Yeah, and, and easily you, you end up living, you, you, how do I put it this way? It's like, as long as you are able to keep, keep up to a certain lifestyle, and uh, you don't you don't participate in this inflation process. Somehow, inevitably, you become very wealthy. Yeah, right? and you, you don't you don't, you don't have to worry about inflation. Or inflation, yeah. what five percent, four percent? Ain't no Five percent or four percent or zero is still zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And also, when I was traveling in Japan, um, I tried very hard to talk to the Japanese like, oh, I mean, You know, you, you get the idea, right? Okay. They, they cannot speak English very jealous, you know, but but they tried very hard, right? So we were chatting and what I found out was most of them actually cook and pack, you know, yeah. lunch yeah. To, to work. Yeah. You know, and and actually if you think about it, it's amazing. It saves a lot of money. Yeah, and it's very nice, very tasty. You get to control every single thing that goes into your yeah. lunch. Right? But the the difficult part is the convenience, remember? Mm. Money buys you convenience. If you can, it, it, and, and in, in Singapore, we're all like very stressed because fast-paced living, we, we, we live off convenience because it saves us time. Uh, saves us a few minutes here, a few minutes there. But in order to buy that convenience, we need money, and which costs us years of our life. <laughs> Pennywise found, found foolish. Fair. You want to? No, it's okay. Okay. Fair. I, I totally get that. And yeah, so essentially, your central belief is you go free, you can lean down everything and you can just kind of shorten your whole journey. Yeah, go okay. big or go home. Yeah, go big and go home and go free or, or, or go cheapskate. <laughs> so never go cheapskate. No, no, no. Only no, go skate. free. All right. So for everyone that's listening and they want to emulate your life, right? Let's say they really want to be like you, you know, what is the first thing they should do? I'll give you the three, the three projects that my mentor gave me. Mm. Firstly, find a way to get food for free every day. Which you elaborated. Uh, you can get from neighbors, but there are other sources as well. Um, I won't go through the details here, 
But uh, yeah, free food and some more. That, that will save you like, what's your budget of food now? Four or five hundred a month? Right, yeah, yes. around there. Mm-hmm. It'll save you quite a lot of money. And it gives you the kind of, 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 of uh, leeway in your budget that you may not already have. Uh, but of course, don't give that four five hundred dollars to a roadshow insurance. Hey, you want to save five hundred, four hundred, five hundred a month? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a whole big topic. Uh, that's on okay, 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 that's okay. a whole big topic. Okay. Yes. So, but yeah, the, the extra four hundred, five hundred a month lets you channel it to other places that you've always needed a bit more money for a bit of upskilling, a bit of maybe pay for giving a bit more to your parents or something, or just simply save. Okay, uh, that's the first thing. Second thing, what I do and there, there, there's a whole different spectrum. There's, what I do is I walk around HDB void decks and pick up stuff. I used to do this every day, 9 to 10 p.m. as a form of exercise. It's very good exercise. And you get lots of free things. Uh, nowadays, I don't do it because I don't stay in a HDB area, a good HDB area anymore. So, um, but as and when I do come to friend's house, I look at that void deck and I pick up stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Like the cooking thing? Yeah, correct, <laughs> correct. So, um, you can still pick up a lot of stuff. Uh, like, it, it, it doesn't have to be out of your way. It's like, from the bus stop to your home, just detour, take a f- look at a few void decks, a few bins, see what people throw away, and you can just take that. Uh, and all these little things count um, because stuff that you find useful and you will use means that you don't have to spend money to buy it. It's a it can amount to quite a lot. Like for me, as a freegan, it basically covers all my other expenses that you ordinary people buy. Clothes, shoes, bags, laptop, bags, power banks, whatever, everything that you buy, every physical thing that you buy, I get for free. And that amounts to maybe another 500 a month or so. You, you spend a lot more. You, you, you don't think you spend a lot more. You go Daiso and then you see how much you spend. <laughs> yeah, all those little things. Everything to do us. Like, eh, how did I end up spending $50? Huh? Yeah. So all the little things count. Uh, so that's number two. Number three, uh, you don't have to do this, but there are people doing this. So what they do is they go to the back of businesses after they close and they collect the stuff that they throw away. Uh Nowadays, we're a bit higher level now. We go right to the front of the business. I talk to the, to the boss and say, Hey, boss, you're throwing all this thing after you cannot sell, right? It's like that waste food. Uh, you, why not you give to me and then I, 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 can, I can make sure it goes to people that, who, who can use it. Uh, you ask ten, 10 businesses, 9 will say no. But one who says yes will give you food every day for 20 people. <laughs> then you cannot eat it yourself lah. so you, you, you share it with people you tell people hey uh, uh, you can tell your neighbours you can tell your friends I got this food you, would you like to, to come and take the business cannot finish selling and then that's how you form a community right? when you have a regular supply of free stuff that other people want a community forms around you because they all want free stuff and the communities typically people in the communities will be very um, inspired by how generous you are how giving you are you're not really generous you're just they're helping you you're not helping them right mm-hmm. they are helping you right because if, if not otherwise all the stuff <laughs> go to waste see this is the whole thing yeah this, then then the whole community will be very inspired with that and then somebody will tell you hey I got this thing I don't know who wanna maybe you can help uh, find somebody who wants it la. Yeah. so so uh, in, in Frigan Living we have this chain the one who rescues the item gets first picked Whatever the be- usually they end up taking the best of whatever we want. First whatever thing. else goes on to the next person and the next and the next and the next. Mm-hmm. So the person who does the rescuing, the person who does the packing or sorting or cleaning or, or organizing or giving gets the next pick and so on and so forth. So it pays to be a rescuer because you get the best stuff. But you can also not be a rescuer and just be what we call a consumer. Consumers are very important because without consumers we have too much stuff. Yeah. So you can just be a consumer in a community and say and perform your consumption service to help reduce waste. This is so cool. It, it sounds like a whole pack and there's like a packing order and this whole thing, right? So um, thanks for coming on. We definitely learned a lot from you. And if our listeners want to get to know you better and get to know your movement better, where can they find you? Okay, you can... Where can we, you, on Instagram, I'm, I'm at Freegan in Singapore. 
Uh, on Facebook, you can search for my name. You can Google my name and you take out the Bakerzin guy. <laughs> you can find my, my name on, on page one on Google. <laughs> la. Okay. You can find me on Facebook, you can email me, you can find my blog, you can contact me that way. Yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. Thanks for coming on the show, Daniel. We will hope to see you around again. Take care, bye. See you. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful than interesting when shared, debated and discussed. I hope you would share with you gain with people you love and I want to hear from you. Give me some questions and help me along with building a community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and our desire for clarity. Join our community telegram group, reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, sign up for our weekly newsletter. Everything is in the description below. If you enjoy the podcast and feel you want to keep us growing and stay independent, do buy us Kofi at Kofi.com. With that, have a great day ahead. Stay tuned next week and always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear and sustainable for all. Okay, so I hope you guys learn something, have fun with Daniel. It was really fun because very different perspective. Man. Usually people talk about cost cutting, you know, talk about reducing expenses and all those are good stuff. But this guy goes like all the way, the extra mile. Like, if you follow him on, on <laughs> Facebook, right, you will see that like, during this seven months, like, he really go and collect a lot of food, you know, and you know, all those kind of stuff. So so kudos to him, cool stuff. Um, but yeah. Everybody have their own life choices. You decide how you want to live your life. But I think what we are trying to do is really to give you perspectives and then you get a, you know, better, you know, you make better and more informed decisions. And that's something that we really uh, believe in, you know, uh, here at TFC. And next week, we're going to talk about, you know, similar to this, right? Because you realize that there are a lot of, you know, personal finance forums out there today. Right, uh, big and small, right? I'll not name names, but you already know who is who, huh? Uh, and we look at these forums also, and we find that there are some major problems in the forums. Not in the sense that the guys that are doing the forums have issues, but more like because a forum is an open platform, everyone can talk. Right, so there are all sorts of weird things that are going on in the forum. And next week, we're going to talk about some of these things. Right? Right? I'm going to point out some of these observations that we have that we find we are very bothered by. And we, I mean a few of us, like, you know, within the, the creative team and, you know, some of these uh, guys that are more, you know, active in our community, you know, they DM me and they talk about it. And, you know, some of them have, have uh, some thoughts about you know, what's going on in uh, a lot of these forums. So next week, we're going to spend some time. I'm going to share with you some observations that we have that we feel that you should be, you know, aware of, you know, when you're visiting this forum. It doesn't mean that they're funneling, like, stuff that's not good, but it's just that understanding and being, you know, aware of these views will, yeah, serve you better in, you know, sussing out and searching for information. So, yeah, see ya next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 